0: You are listening
1: to Radio Mariah Radio Mariah your voice of peace. We lead the news with stories we use. So I'm glad to tell you that my guest is already here with me in the studio and we will be having a conversation and our conversation will be on a safeguarding resource and support hub, uh, which is RSH, has been formed here in Juba. Now, the hub, which is designed to support smaller local organizations working in the humanitarian and development sector in South Sudan, aims to support organizations in the eight sectors to strengthen their sub- uh, safeguarding policy and practice against sexual exploitation. Exploitation, abuse, and harassment. Now, Caroline Kibos is the National Associate for the South Sudan Hub. She is also a lawyer and a human rights activist. She joins us right about now to have a conversation on this safeguarding resource and support hub. Caroline, good morning, and it's good to have you on the Miraya Breakfast Show.
2: Good morning, Samit. I'm glad to be back here.
1: Yes, it's good to have you always. So let's talk about uh, safeguarding. First, this safeguarding resource and support hub. How did it come into existence? Tell us about it.
2: Well there has been um, an assessment that was carried out and uh, if we are all to remember sometime back there is a a case that came up with uh, some bosses somewhere, someone of the international organization Mm -hmm. that was found to be harassing their staff, sexually harassing their staff. Mm -hmm. So a group of people went ahead and uh, carried out assessments not only in South Sudan but also in other countries and then this one is actually um through the uk aid mm-hmm. so they um came up with that with an idea of having something at least to be able to to build people's capacity on the subject and to help organizations to be able to create a safe environment for their staff to work in
1: mm-hmm. now what is safeguarding let's just go slow on this when we talk about safeguarding what do we mean exactly
2: so basically safeguarding in very simple terms is about keeping people safe from harm but then we also know that as human beings, as much as we try to prevent certain things, certain things still happen. Yeah. Then it's also about addressing the harm that is caused if, when the harm happens. First, it wants to prevent the harm from happening, but then it wants to address the harm when it happens. Yeah. So that is basically what safeguarding is.
1: Yes, and, and why is safeguarding very important?
2: Well, safeguarding is very important because, you know, we, people in, in work environments, we need to feel safe, we need to feel equal. So it's very good, it's very, it's very important that we should safeguard in all our workplaces. You know, in, in workplaces we have people that have the power, mm-hmm. because also this all these uh, abuses or harassment or exploitation comes because of the misuse of power. We know that there are people have power in, in, in maybe their roles, for instance, the managers, they have more power than the other staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people have power because of their race. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, up to now, mm-hmm. we have uh, uh, power because of uh, maybe their sex. Some Because sometimes we, you know, sometimes we tend to think that it's only the male who have the power. But sometimes we find that even the female can misuse their power. So it's mainly about the misuse of power. So we want to address mm-hmm. that misuse of power. Yeah.
1: Okay. So let, let's go through. So how is this uh, going to be done? I mean, what is needed for safeguarding?
2: There are a couple of things that needed uh, that are needed for safeguarding. First, we need to have an an organisational uh, standard. Each organisation have to have their own their standards. But then, as much as because different contexts differ, right? Mm-hmm. We need to have. Good organizational standards that are able to align with international standards because there are certain international standards that we have to also align with. Okay. And then we also need to have organizational culture and leadership within organizations. The culture is just like what we mean by culture, something yeah. that people practice every day. And the leadership is how to be exemplary. So the organizational culture and leadership is able to model or to give people what they should be doing and how they can, uh, they can behave. Then we also need to have policies, procedures and code of conduct. So the policies are going to define the commitments that the organizations have. The procedure is going to show how this commitment will be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And then the code of conduct is going to give us the obligations and how what behavior is expected of, of the of the staff. All the staff. Mm-hmm. Then we need to have some systems of communication, learning and development. We need to have different communication mechanisms that people will be able to, to be uh, updated or to be given information. Because you know In different areas Or in different workplaces There are different As much as we all want To use emails and all that Mm -hmm. But you know There are certain instances Where people do not use emails So we need to have A variety of uh, uh, systems Or a variety of mechanisms Through which information Can be passed Then on the learning bit We need to also teach people To learn To help them develop Also we need to have Trainings for people On such matters So that they are able to, To know their obligations And also to be able To fulfill their obligations then we finally we need to have an integration of safeguarding in all the units for instance in programs Mm -hmm. you need to integrate safeguarding in human resources because it starts from human resources actually what kind of people are you bringing to work Mm -hmm. are they people who are going to abuse or misuse their power to be able to exploit others are they people who are good enough? What records do they have? So that's the human resource part. Then also we have in the programming part. Then we also have in the communications part. So we need that uh, safeguarding to be integrated in all the units.
1: Great. Now this hub particularly is uh, formed to prevent, you know. But what happens What if, you know, sexual exploitation and harassment has already happened or occurred?
2: Well, first you need to speak up. Or you need to whistle blow sometimes we call it whistle blowing so you have to speak up you have to sometimes it's difficult for the person that has been exploited to come up and and, and speak but then the colleagues or anyone can be ab- can be able to to speak up but we the organization has to ensure that there are mechanisms that are put in place mm-hmm. to ensure that people speak up or that people whistleblow. So these mechanisms have to be accessible to people they have to be non. First of all, they have to be known Because there are certain times you find that There are certain things in place mm-hmm. But the staff also don't know about it You you find that in some of the organizations They have policies But staff don't know about the policies They don't know what entails uh, What is entailed in the policies So we need to have mechanisms The staff need to be aware of these Mechanisms. These mechanisms have to be accessible to the staff. The staff have to be confident that when they speak up, mm-hmm. something will be done. You know, when you don't have confidence that uh, something is going to be done after you speak up, it, it you lose morale to mm-hmm. go and speak up. Mm-hmm. So you need to be confident about it. And also these mechanisms have to ensure that they take into consideration the um, rights and needs and wishes mm-hmm. of the person that uh, the exploitation has happened to.
1: Great, yeah. yes and, and, and before we continue, earlier on you did mention about human resources, the pe- kind of people they employ, they should know that it, it, we've heard on many occasions as well, where people ask for favors, you know, sexual favors before they are employed, mm-hmm. and in this particular case where you spoke about speaking up, some people are scared because people are desperate to get jobs because of the economic situation, they're scared ah, if I speak up, I might lose my job mm-hmm. and I might just go back to the street. so uh, exactly in all these fears that people have how do you address
2: them? well that's why i said sometimes if it's me who was uh who had given out the sexual favor for a job
1: mm-hmm.
2: and i'm scared to speak up and you as it, you know that this has happened you can be able to speak it up mm-hmm. on my behalf but any decision that's going to happen
1: mm-hmm. will affect you will
2: affect me but it will also have to consider my wish mm-hmm what I want because at the end of it all there is something that's called the survivor survivor is someone whose expectation has happened Mm to there's something called the survivor centered approach Mm -hmm. this means that you have to consult with the survivor even if you don't consult you have to put the survivor at the center of whatever you're doing what is their wish what is their right and are you damaging them more Mm -hmm. because sometimes you do things and you damage the person more so you have to put all that into consideration so in our case where sometimes people give uh, sexual favors for jobs um it's not an isolated case i know mm-hmm. but there is a way you can because sometimes when you report um there is this anonym, anonymous reporting eh? mm-hmm. yeah so it, it's always good that organizations should have such uh, such things then investigations should be done and then if they get evidence mm-hmm it can be acted upon. Great.
1: Now, particularly this self-student hub, uh, now moving forward, what are some of the things that you do?
2: Well, moving forward, yes, but even before, we've, we've, what we've been doing is Mm -hmm. first we've been developing tools and resources. By tools and resources I mean like we have materials even on our website, we have um, tip sheets, we have, um, call it uh, infographics, we have at least material on safeguarding. Mm -hmm. You know safeguarding is a big topic? So there are different um, materials on some of these topics. For instance, in safe recruitment, how you can safely recruit staff. Uh, We have things on culture and leadership. We have disability inclusivity. So all this, uh, we have these materials. And then we also, currently we are doing a mentorship program. The mentorship program is for local civil society organizations. Mm -hmm. It's a six-month program. Uh, We put up a call for organizations and we gave them the criteria and then we selected about 20 organizations because, you know, you cannot have mentorship Mm -hmm. for a very large group. So we selected 20 organizations that are being mentored. Uh, We have mentors for them. We recruited also mentors. We trained mentors to be able to mentor these organizations. Each organization is assigned to a mentor because we want a close follow-up. So how they are mentored is that... um, these organizations are given to fill in self-assessment forms to, s- to know where they are so that we're able to know and to track where they are and how they can be helped. So through these assessments, we're able to know their priorities and where they are badly off and how we can improve them. So that is how it is. Okay. So we, we have this currently in Juba. But we noticed that most of the organizations just, or most of the people that come to help, they think that Juba is South Sudan. Mm-hmm. We don't also want to be like this. So we just this is just like a pilot in Juba. Mm-hmm. It's going to end uh, in February, yes. Then we'll move out. At least we'll have two more states mm-hmm. so that we're able to to make it some um, something
1: right.
2: not, to yeah people. not only Juba-based right, right.
1: people. If you just join us, you're listening to the Miraa Breakfast of course, where the big conversation begins every morning. Uh, we are discussing about a safeguarding resource and support hub that has been formed or established here in Juba, which is to help or support small, uh, smaller organizations or smaller local organizations working in the humanitarian and development sectors. My guest this morning is Caroline Kibos. She is the National Associate for the South Sudan Hub she's a lawyer and a human rights activist As you heard earlier from her there's quite a lot of sexual exploitation and harassment that is taking place in organizations in recruitment policies all these we have heard and yes if you have any question that you like to ask or any concern you like to raise please don't hesitate you can share your thought with us because if you have been seeing these you're scared you don't know how it can be addressed please she is the expert here with us in the studio you can as well ask your questions how the South Sudan Hub can come in and help. So let's take our first caller in this particular segment. Good morning. Good
0: morning.
1: (laughs) Yes, welcome. Your name, please, and where are you calling from?
0: Oh, it's me, Jacob from Gudele.
1: Jacob from Gudele. Jacob, go ahead with your comment or question.
0: You know, yes, uh, thank you very much uh, I'm welcome to that in the studio I have just one question Because you have a problem of this one You see, in our community mm-hmm. and, another, and another organization Are working like that They work illegally Or using the people like that Because they make a mistake But if you if you talk Then uh, your work should be wet And you will not be going to work again mm-hmm. Now If those people are uh, continue like that what is the, the, the punishment as someone working in a organization or the uh, head of an organization and make a mistake. What is the punishment of that? So True. What, uh, what 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 are the information? If uh, if this thing happened to the community, like those working in the in the villages, they they will not accept this information and they have keep quiet. If if the mistake happened to to her, uh, they think that if they raise this information, then. Uh, they become as a victim of this one. Mm-hmm. What the information give them that
1: information? All right, thank you so much for talking to us this morning. Here, and we give a chance to our guest in the studio. He's particularly concerned about giving information and you be victimized and sometimes lose your job. <laughs> How can you be addressed? And he's saying also, for those who, is, who are doing this, what punishment, what kind of punishment, if caught, should they face?
2: Well. Um, the punishment is legal is um, if you have the evidence because you know legally you cannot punish someone without approving them uh, to to have committed the crime so that's why we normally advise that people should carry out investigations and I also got something from what he said that what if it's like the head of the organization yeah because you know when when unfortunately that um, Sometimes we think that the executive directors, as we call them here, are, that's the last, uh, that's the final voice, yeah. Mm-hmm. But we forget that there is a board of directors that is supposed to do oversight. So, and then the the procedure is that we should have within organisations as much as we have executive director, we should have a safeguarding focal person mm-hmm. that we're able to report to all these cases. So now, if the case involves someone in that big managerial post like the executive director so this case should be referred to the board to deal with it mm-hmm. and but then we still can have a loophole whereby in our context that the bo- the board is actually hired and fired by the executive director yeah, right we've seen that yes we've seen that <laughs> so now what we can resort to is going to the authorities mm-hmm. if you have evidence you can go to the national or to, to authorities, you can report to police and all that, and then the law will take its hand. Now there, it's out of you. You cannot determine the punishment, mm-hmm. but it will be, da- be determined by the law. And then safeguarding all um, sexual exploitation amongst community members. This also happens, and it's also covered under this. That's why we need to have mass awareness of community members and beneficiaries to tell them that it is not right that someone exploits you because they have power or because they, they, they are carrying out a program in your community and you think that if you don't give in to their demands, they are going to cut out that program. So we need to have that mass awareness. Mm-hmm. We need to have also complaint mechanisms for community members to be able to report such cases, something that they are comfortable with mm-hmm. because we cannot uh, demand that they have uh, they report through emails or through phone calls. That doesn't work out in our context in our communities Mm -hmm. so we need to have channels that communities can be able community members can be able to report such cases something that they also trust so and the best way we can do that is to actually consult with them to see what best fits them to report these cases so that we are able to to realize and then when these cases report also it doesn't only end at reporting we need to handle these cases well as they come. And then we need to do something about them so that they also don't lose confidence mm-hmm. in the system. All right.
1: You can talk to us this morning. Our lines are still open. And yes, our guest is here in the studio. We are discussing about uh, the practices or safeguarding policies and practices against sexual exploitation, abuse, and harassment. And this is as South Sudan Hub uh, is established, uh, which is a part of a UK aid funded program called the guiding resource and support hub you can talk to us this morning here our guest is with us in the studio and can answer you good morning
0: yes, how are you?
1: I'm fine thank you how are you I'm fine yeah this is your name please
0: it's like
1: to the Santos, yeah <laughs> Santos 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 yeah. Santos um
0: اولا جان در گل عليه هو او <نصفح> لازم ما بقدر بدون مكالمات بتاعه دبس لكن مرات it was a little bit about the You it. for another like Raja, Albamolo,
1: So okay. it's in most cases. This
0: um, because here, um actually on a business goal and a police like in someone as a of deal the sickle program. The woman um, is to look at the best deal, issue general direction. Loma, you my issue alone and had the legitimate analysis, they will go because no bar. So, Anna goes to my mm-hmm. today, and cash is delicate till get a report like in ma fi
1: iya haja tani aksu naluma ngeetek sainu mm. kide ah. wari na wad example min kesi salta kan report lakin ma shilu iya haja fagode wari le na wad best example
0: yes fi haja kan ze rafing kes alana kan shilu ana wadife maktab mm-hmm. lakin yani ze zole ze report alana kan shilu wadife not ana si ICRC omon kan horelana gan lana de omon bagde beteg responsibility beta kalamde lakini for the finha beta zaman masada tan omon kan tegatsan foko basi denya disilo ana shilo na hudenan omon best wudilo dawa namon wudilo dawa ma fi ay haja tanala mole benya de san busilo kalamde si si option masada tan mole fora beto
1: Shukran. So Shukran so kalis mamusara kapitak Santos. I mean, yeah, he kena wedi fursato wali le dutena fi studios and come on back to job later. Yes, Caroline, how, wh- what will you respond to Santos?
2: Shukran Santos. I'm best, I jawataya, gali. Mm-hmm. Safeguarding, alana gunus kalamto de de haja lgi hasil fi maktab fi environmental tashol, the boss gi, gi, take advantage ta zola, ugi mo. Magali, rapping, okay, but marabi was lahadi fi raping. mm baad marat sala asan ma osul fi de hajal itakan ma der kedé hasil la ken asan ta der chokolé ité reste mir fi chawal takki ya ta sibou ni sata gal kedin numeta tama ma boss aw ma ayu dola ta gali ga sadi sa di ta fi ma halta chokolé ou kalam al ta gonou soude de direct le anda djibbi vi la ken kamana nak bikuna lo advice gali ay munazamata nini gija la itakon kamander kedé kon fahim uh, munazama de gague de fari ta kon munazama chala kan galchi munazama de amul Hajetanin al kef ganou de gamolu asa defiti janak de, de munazama de o feker galo sa do chano de binade dawayat mm-hmm. Ashan Gisad sa do min ha min a, ayanat tu bikum min himlu haja de trika mm-hmm. de dayal fi ta, ta munazama mm-hmm. de haye lakin de kleshilo fi police kaman lakin asanina nakaman. Tar of a few cultures <laughs> and not a June Sudan if you're not and Another police as an cave. Giausulina standing de They had communities Gali Gali haja and Musada and Munazamagger would delay <laughs> a fitani lacking <laughs> fit and decaman, Munazamagger, Ash and Salacanta <laughs> would delay Munazamanak, Uman Magger, Gaja, Umunyama, Nastaganun, Ash and Mungagder, Nadizole, Gagder, with Lesole <laughs> <laughs> punishment. So, Hajatarin the command can narrowfo, there to Musada, Munugagder would
1: Socran, Socran Kalis, and yes, for Saleg Asanta Buenismana, Fi Barnami, can at breakfast room. Yes, good morning
0: good morning to you sir thank you you are speaking to ayol maled in malakal town
1: ayol you're, you're welcome please go ahead with your comment or question
0: uh, okay uh the comments or the questions in fact most of the of most of the people who are committing gender-based violence now in the society these are men and what is the reason why they are committing gender-based violence they are committing gender-based violence because they are, they are, they are in a different uh, situations, most, of, most of them are based on economic situations, uh, stress, yes, for instance when you are stressed, uh, it lets you to commit something which is not good, second to it, most of the young people now, they have involved themselves in a drug abuse, that one also lets them to commit uh, sexual uh, harassment to, to females mm-hmm. and, and um, l- so let, uh, let me yeah.
1: first direct you here uh, particularly what we're discussing about is safeguarding uh, environment especially at workplace at workplace where your bosses might want to take advantage of you and, and you know sexually exploit you or harass you because they are the bosses because they have power so this is particularly what we're discussing about
0: yes uh, the true. That might be true. most of the of the managers, especially when they are working with the females. Yes, they get advantage. But the question is, what is the mean that uh, that one can come to an end? To my guest in the studio, what can okay. yeah, what can you tell to the people who are working in the high positions, especially in the humanitarian sector or in the government position, so that it to minimize this use of power All right. to, the, to, the, to, the, to the people like the females
1: thank you thank you thank you so much for talking to us yes Caroline how will you respond to him how can we bring all this to an end
2: we need to conduct mass awareness Mm -hmm. to everyone because sometimes people are taken advantage of they think they have no other option so we need to inform these people that no there are other options you don't need to just give in because you think there is no other option Mm -hmm. and we also need because some of our cultures don't don't uh, think that certain things should be reported. I have an example of someone um, that uh, had was sexually exploited and she reported mm-hmm. actually herself, she reported uh, to a colleague mm-hmm. and because these they were working together so the colleague thought he could take it up and try and help her out mm-hmm. and they agreed like that. So even before the colleague could do anything This lady talks to her aunt, (laughs) or to one of her relatives, I think. About it. About it. And this one, in her elderly position, she said, No, 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 you cannot take this further. How? This is your boss. This is actually good. (laughs) What? Yes. (laughs) You see, so sometimes it's also our cultures, and we need to try and come out from from this cultural bit. Yeah. All right. I wanted to before the callers cut me short i wanted to tell this um our listeners what else we do apart from having resources and a mentorship program we have regular webinars for those with internet we can uh, we we normally have regular webinars on different topics on safeguarding we hold them almost monthly we get a topic and we discuss way forward and all that we also have round table discussions with with different civil society organizations we've so far held Roundtable discussions in Juba, Torit and in Wao. We also engage with different sex stakeholders at the, not only the civil society organizations but also with internationals. We engage with them to also, because these people give in money and they also have a stake. So you engage with them to find, to move, to forge a way forward to be able to minimize safeguarding in 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 south sudan we also have quarterly newsletters our newsletters everyone knows the newsletter so we have mm-hmm. we publish them quarterly both in english and in arabic for those who want to get our newsletters you can uh, you can log into south sudan dot safeguarding support hub dot org slash south sudan slash newsletter you will get our newsletter you can
1: say that again
2: south sudan dot safeguarding i mean the safeguarding support hub dot slash south sudan mm-hmm. slash newsletter all Right,
1: and i believe you're also on social media platforms where yes you get
2: out. the safeguarding support hub and all in twitter linkedin even in facebook
1: all right
2: we have online trainings we've so far had five modules you you can just uh, go to to our website and you get the training oh sorry i didn't give the website it's yeah. south safeguarding support hub.org that's our website so you can log into the website you'll get all the modules there mm-hmm. so you'll start if you go to module one you'll start they'll give you the module you go through and then you'll have a test mm-hmm. and then you can actually mark yourself afterwards and then you see how you've scored so that you ever okay then we also have um ask an expert service this is for people who want to who have direct questions and they want help or they want help with developing certain things so they can uh, ask an expert we have I'm I'm the first point of contact, i will be the first one So if that thing, I cannot be able to maybe answer it We have other experts Mm -hmm. that we can be able to share with Because we have a directory of service providers Where we have consultants and experts, especially on safeguarding To be able to help that So for those who want to use our Ask an Expert service You can uh, email askanexpertSouthSudan at rshub.org.uk
1: Okay, you, you can say that email address again, please.
2: Ask an expert, mm-hmm. South Sudan, at rshub.org.uk. All
1: right, you've had all the platforms there where you can reach out for some experts' advice if you, of course, face yourself in some situation that you, you like to handle and you don't know how to go about it. Good morning.
0: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You are connected with James Dore, in the University of Juba.
1: James Dore, University of Juba here. Welcome, James.
0: Yeah, thank you. I would like to begin with the comment, David Williams. You know, uh, the well is now a median well where some uh, subguarding the workers need to be imposed in the offices. For example, we have a CCTV, CCTV camera that can protect you or subguard the workers in the working place because it can be pointed in any corner of the offices or any other. Uh, venue of where people used to meet uh, for working places. Mm-hmm. This is one to be restored so that it safeguards the, the well or secure the environment for the workers not to be exploited by the by their bosses. Two, we need also to uh, to restrict the communication. For example, now we have this uh, technical uh, technical world that. You, you, you record the voice of the person, okay? Mm-hmm. If your boss wants to exploit you and you're appearing to to report him or her, you need to record his or her voice, then you will be having an accurate report that you are going to the people who should help you in that uh, uh, point of you being harassed or uh, being used as a tool of uh, you maintaining your uh, job. This is another point of you to protect yourself. If both want to... Uh, to, to, to kill you out of the work. You say, okay, the boys told, it, uh, told me this by then, and I recorded it, so I have a boy record that I was given. But now, with this not in place, what can we do mm-hmm. so that we restore this based on the technical or modern world techniques of how to protect our workers not to be exploited or uh, used as a tool of protecting their job when you use them Uh, for uh, sexual uh, intercourse.
1: right, Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for talking to us this morning here. Caroline, how will you respond to those uh, suggestions and questions as well?
2: I like the suggestions, Mm. although there might still be some loopholes. You know, human beings are human beings. Installing CCTV cameras is good, but unfortunately this exploitation actually doesn't happen inside the office. The workplace, exactly. Yes. They can call you out. Mm -hmm. You get for a meeting. So, for instance, your boss can just come and tell you, Caroline, we are going for a meeting. Mm-hmm. You see? And then we we are moving out of the CCTV cameras, right? That's yeah. where it will happen. Yes, um, part of the evidence, when you're going to gather evidence, it's very important if you would have maybe recordings. Yeah. But sometimes these things are so unexpected that you're not even prepared. You're not mentally prepared to start recording. You will only have this in mind when you've prepared yourself to go and start recording. Mm-hmm. Or Sometimes you think it's just an innocent conversation. And it doesn't come to your head that you should record it. You mm-hmm. get? Yeah. So yes, these suggestions are good and they can help in evidence or in building up evidence, yes. But I would I don't think that they will totally prevent it out. Mm-hmm. Because it's I think it's just a state of mind that someone has decided to misuse their power mm-hmm. or to just because You know, we just want to feel that we are powerful and to impose our power on people. So it's
1: more of changing our mindset than actually physical evidence. Exactly.
2: So it's mostly the mindset that we need to deal with here. All
1: right. You can talk to us till this morning here. We have a few minutes that we can give and take phone calls. Remember, we can take two to three phone calls. The numbers are 0921902950 or zero nine two one nine zero. 2079 and you can definitely be live this morning here on the Mirai breakfast show or you can share your thought with us using our text message line good morning hello good morning yes welcome uh,
0: my name is franco i'm calling from
1: now. franco Sebid you're calling from jebel. jebel market jebel area rather sorry welcome franco
0: hello. Uh, I have a one, two, three, three. yes طبعا منينا أخونا ذوي 8 شخص من الزماثة مهم إذا الله يقصد من الزماثة من الزماثة 4 سنة بجيبانتو هناك مهم وهوها إذا ما نهدازي دعاته سنة 10 شخص فأما من الزمان كله يطلب على منه يوه وعوجه وإلى شبه مهم إذا الله يقصد الشغل ما دو حقوق جداه إنه ذويب 4 سنة إنه أبس الله أي لأن هذا ما في <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well Anna Taki topic and will probably ask uh, Caroline what she like how she would like to respond to that. Uh,
2: yes شكرا uh, franco there has to the map uh, لانه من الممكن ان يكون لدينا مقاطع من الممكن ان يكون بعض مرات من الممكن ان يكون لدينا مقاطع من الممكن ان يكون لدينا مقاطع من الممكن ان يكون لدينا مقاطع من الممكن ان يكون لدينا كان من الممكن ان يكون لك محامي من Je ne sais pas comment il said fait pour que les gens puissent s'arrêter. The, the actual sense is something different mm-hmm.
1: So Because at the end of the day Also the kind of contract he had before as the driver
2: Exactly Yeah, yeah that's why I'm saying he should get a lawyer yeah. To look through the contract mm-hmm. All right, let's take one caller this morning here Hello, good morning, your name and where
1: are you calling from? Good morning, how are you? I'm fine, thank you, welcome, your name? Santino Madud from Mia Sava. Santino, what question or comments do you have for us this morning?
0: Yes, we have a question. Go ahead. You know, this issue has been a big problem for our young ladies, especially those who are becoming a joke. Mm -hmm. You find
1: Oh, I'm afraid we have lost Santino Madut, probably in the network or uh, airtime. And uh, Caroline, I think that's the time we have right now for our conversation, I wish we can continue on taking more calls. But yes, ju- just before uh, we end this, what are some of the messages you like to send out there or what would you like to tell us as, as your final remarks? Fin-
2: I, my final remarks is I want to tell everyone that we shouldn't be afraid or we shouldn't shy away from this topic of safeguarding because it can happen to anyone at any time. It doesn't matter the organization. We shouldn't think this is only something that happens in local organizations. Even in these international organizations, right. safeguarding happens. If you can remember the Oxfam saga, mm-hmm. that's an international organization, but still safeguarding happened. So we as local organizations, we should not shy away. We should not um, think this thing is only within our, our rim, but it's mm-hmm. something that happens everywhere. And then we need to ensure that at least we need to have trainings on safeguarding with our staff we should have maybe maybe if, if we cannot afford at least once a year we should have trainings to, to educate ourselves on safeguarding and how we can all protect ourselves and prevent safeguarding we should also not forget our beneficiaries or those people those areas in which we conduct our programs because they are also they will also face uh, exploitation by some of our staff so we need to to, to be able to consider them and also educate them and finally we need to own up to our mistakes if one of our staff is seen to have perpetrated a a sexual exploitation against any of the staff or any of the community members We need to take action so that we build a good reputation for our organization.
1: Caroline Kivos, thank you so much for coming to Miraya Studios. We always do appreciate your time.
2: Thank you so much, Sebit, for having me.
1: Thank you. And yes, with that, we come to the end of the Miraya Breakfast Show for this Wednesday morning. Catch us tomorrow, of course, Thursday, same time, same program, same radio station. I've been with you, Sebit. William, bye-bye for now and do have a very, very lovely day and lovely week, of course.